0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app.
1: Let's talk a little NFL right now with our guy Ross Tucker. He's joining us right now. Insider Call Supported. And sponsored by the Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. Turn your football picks into $10,000. All you have to do, enter now, text PICKS to 20357. That's PICKS to 20357. Ross, what's going on?
2: What's up, dudes? Ryan, how are you?
1: Ross, I'm doing really good, man, except for uh, one thing. I played Zach Wilson to win Rookie of the Year last Thursday. Total overreaction, I know, but he looked damn good. And uh, now Mac Jones is announced as the starting quarterback in New England, plus 500 for Mac Jones to win Rookie of the Year. What are your thoughts on that situation out in New England with Cam Newton being released today, man? Were you shocked at all?
2: Uh, I don't know if I'd say shocked, but I was surprised, yeah. I mean, they gave him a $2 million signing bonus. He got his $100,000 workout bonus, and he's guaranteed another $1.5 So I thought that the Patriots would start the year with Cam as their quarterback, let him roll as long as he was doing well. You know, I think they really want to run the crap out of the ball. They got a good offensive line, a bunch of good running backs, good defense. And I thought Cam played into that with his ability to run. And to be honest I kind of thought they would run Cam into the ground. And as long as he was playing well, they would keep doing that, and then if he struggled at all, I thought they'd put Mac Jones in. I thought they would run Cam five to eight times a game because they didn't really care if he got hurt right? or if he got banged up. Um, you know, now they're all in, obviously, with Mac Jones, which is interesting. There's going to be some growing pains, but I think that they realized in the preseason that he's kind of wise beyond his years. I don't think they'll say this publicly, but I think you remind him of Brady a little bit. Yeah.
1: No, I completely agree with you. Who, which, uh, which rookie quarterback has impressed you the most? Obviously, Max has been great. I thought Zach Wilson looked really good, better than I expected. And then, uh, you know, we saw some flashes from Trevor Lawrence in that last game. You know, his offensive line was brutal in those first two preseason games. Which rookie quarterback has impressed you the most? Oh, and we can't forget about Justin Fields, even though he won't be the week one starter for Chicago. He should be.
2: You know, I think probably Zach Wilson. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mac Jones showed a good command of the offense in New England, but he, he was rarely under pressure, and so he had a really nice pocket to throw from, face some vanilla coverages. Zach Wilson was getting to his second and third reads. Zach Wilson was making some high-level throws while he was getting smoked in the face. You know, some third-down throws. Yeah. And the Jets don't have a great offensive line. They don't have a great anything. No. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Zach. I'm gonna go with Zach Wilson just because of what's around him.
0: Ross, um, back to the question about the Patriots quarterback situation, and we talked about Cam Newton already, but just kind of following up on that, what team do you think makes the most sense for Cam Newton at this juncture in his career? Like, this is the team that seemingly with Bill Belichick is kind of giving him chance after chance, and right now he's Cut. I mean, I know there have been rumblings out there. I've, I've heard Dallas floated out as well. I think that probably makes the most sense. But for your money, where would you think Cam ends up if he ends up on a team this year? And is he going to start, or is he going to be a backup quarterback? Well, so I do think he ends up
2: on a team this year, okay. but I don't think he signs anytime soon. Wow. I, I think, think about it, guys. His salary is guaranteed by the Patriots. Yeah. So whatever, $1.5 million. So if he gets the minimum somewhere else, He's really playing for free. Mm -hmm. I mean, his minimum is a little over a million bucks. He's really playing for free at that point because it's just offsetting the money he's already getting from new England. Mm -hmm. So if you're cam, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me to sign anywhere right now as a backup. I think he waits. And when there's an injury or two somewhere, I think he's got a chance for that team to then sign him and say, Hey, you might not start the first week, but we don't know about our backup here. We need you. And we'll give you a shot. I don't think it makes any logical sense for Cam to sign anywhere, anytime soon.
0: That's a a great point, Ross. And I guess transitioning to another quarterback who we question if he's going to play football this year in the Deshaun Watson saga, officially made the 53-man roster um, for the Houston Texans. I don't think anybody expected the Houston Texans to cut him, but um, teams have been thrown, their names have been thrown around in the trade market for Deshaun Watson. I've been asking this question, and I've I've gotten a resounding no, um, but I'll ask you, Ross, Will Deshaun Watson play football this year?
2: Highly doubtful. Mm -hmm. Now, I I guess the only caveat would be, you know, if the Houston Texans just say, hey, man, like, you got a player, we're going to find you. You You're on our roster. You're not on the commissioner's exempt list. I, I guess on some level, if you're the Texans, why not tell him he has to play? And if he says no, then, okay, just find him and get some of that money back that you're going to owe him. I think the Texans are fully content to have him on the roster all year for I think it's like $10.5 million. Never have him suit up. And just to preserve that asset, to hope that the legal process unfolds such that they can trade him for full value next offseason. Because there's really two things, right? Number one, no one's going to give as much as Deshaun's worth right now with the uncertainty. So they want to wait and let that play out a little bit. Number two, let's say they traded him in the Dolphins, okay, which is one of the teams that's been uh, bandied about. Well, then the Dolphins win like 12 games and go to the playoffs and your picks are in the 20s. Right. Like, why, why do you want to do that? I mean, you're really just, if you trade Deshaun Watson now, you're just making the draft picks you're getting from that team worse. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to trade him now for both those reasons, but to be honest with you, I'm kind of ruthless. Like, that's kind of how I roll if I was a GM, even though I'm a former player. I'd be like, you're playing, dude. And he'd be like, no, I don't want to. Like, all right, that's conduct detrimental, and we'll just start finding. What's he right. going to do? I mean, what he doesn't have any other options. Mm.
1: Ross, sticking in the uh, AFC, right now, the overwhelming favorites, plus 450 to win the Super Bowl, are the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, which team you think gives them the scare in the AFC? Is it the Bills? Is it the Browns? Or do you got a uh, dark horse candidate?
2: No, it's one of those two. Um kind of unbelievable too right i played for both those teams yeah and what has it been i mean 25 years since either one of those teams you could even laugh about them or joke about them as a super bowl contender Like 25 years and then they're both super bowl contenders, contenders the same year it's pretty amazing um i think they're both totally legit they have beautiful rosters uh, really impress their front offices, coaching staffs. I think Buffalo's quarterback is a little bit better, which helps them. I think Cleveland's roster probably a little bit better, the O-line a little bit better. Uh, but I think both those teams can give the Chiefs a run for their money. And it's interesting because somebody brought this up on one of my shows this week. You know, the Chiefs went 8-0 no, in one-score games. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that the Chiefs let, aren't good. They're obviously good. But 8-0 no, in one-score games – they're starting three rookies on the O-line. We know how important the number one seed is now. Mm-hmm. I guess I just wonder if Cleveland or Buffalo, one of them could somehow grab that number one seed instead of the Chiefs.
0: Ross, I'm a huge Washington football team guy. I feel like I have to divulge that like my name in conversations <laughs> at this point. Um, but the, the, all the hype this offseason has been surrounding, of course, and like every offseason, the Dallas Cowboys and the NFC's. Now, I think the Washington football team – beautifully built except for that quarterback position I, I believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick but he's not an elite quarterback the Dallas Cowboys are the favorite to win the NFC's on paper they should win if everybody's healthy I guess but what is your read on that division and do you see value in the Washington football team winning that division as the second best odds
2: well I played for both of those teams too
0: <laughs> 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 so I can talk about this as well um
2: doesn't happen. I only played for five teams, but we're hitting four of them, which yeah, is
0: great. Hey, we did our research. Um, yeah,
2: who is the other team? I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Oh, New England. We touched on them, too. Yeah, God, we, we hit, hit all five.
0: Let's go. We hit a parlay. That, that late.
2: is funny. So, uh, I, I think, to me, Washington's the favorite, all right, for a couple different reasons. Number one, you mentioned the injury issues for Dallas. You know, I don't know about Dak. I don't know how healthy he really is. I don't know how really healthy Amari is. I don't know about the three-studded linemen. Their defense has... Some holes still. I just think there's a lot of question marks with the Cowboys. If they're all answered affirmatively, they're probably the best team. But the Reds, uh, the Washington football team, their defense is pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. I like their O-line. And you're right about my boy Fitz that he's not an elite quarterback. But what he is, I feel like now, is I feel like he plays well like three out of four games and then has a stinker. Yeah. But in that division, if he does that, they'll win 10 or 11 games and they'll win the division. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like he's not bad all the time. He he has like three, four, five good games. Then he'll have like a three, four pick game. Then he comes back with three or four more good ones. It just That's kind of the, uh, the Fitz coaster, if you will. But that's a lot better than last year, as you know. I mean, Haskins was horrible, and yes. we all were enamored with the story. But you go back and watch it the games look at the stats Alex was not great I mean you know they they won some of those games Alex played because he didn't turn it over but he was not great
1: Ross we got about two minutes left here Uh, so we go from the worst division in football in my opinion to the best it's
0: just competitive who do you like
1: who do you like in the NFC West man I'm pretty high on the Rams with Stafford but I feel like over 10 and a half wins for San Francisco is a lock this year if they could stay healthy with Nick Bosa back
2: yeah, I'm not I'm not going there with the lock. Um, I think they're going to play Trey Lance, spot duty early. Yeah. I think that at some point, Jimmy G might get benched for Trey Lance. The division's too good for me to say over for the Niners. I would go Rams right now. I mean, they have two of the top three defensive players in the NFL. I, by the way, probably the two most important positions. And I do think Stafford's an upgrade. I don't think he's as much of an upgrade as Sean McVay thinks he is. I guess I always kind of thought... Stafford was, like, between 10 to 15 best quarterback, and I thought Goff was, like, I don't know, 13 to 18. I mean, he's better, but I, I just I, – I wonder how much better. Right. Uh, they have no depth, bro. Like, if they have some injuries, they're dead. Yeah. But their starters are pretty good. I'll go Rams – uh, and then I think Seattle and San Francisco are about the same. I think Arizona, everybody's about to get fired, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you with Arizona, man. We'll see, you know, especially with J.J. Watt going to play, what, 65 70% of the snaps and everything that's going down there. Ross, thanks so much, man. We have to have you on again here soon, especially when the season kicks off in about
0: two weeks. Ross, we'll talk about some teams that you, that you did not play for. I promise the next time we have you on. Yeah, like the Green Bay Packers. We, we didn't even didn't get play, any Aaron Rodgers. I didn't play Green
2: Bay <laughs> <West. I> <laughs> <play laughs> in the NFC West, so we nailed it. Thank you guys for having me anytime. Thank thanks, you.
1: Ross. Go Penn State. That's Ross. Ross Tucker, our Odyssey NFL Insider. Oh, don't insider. say no, Penn State. Insider You're calls. In Penn State, man. I'm just trying to suck up to Ross so I could <laughs> jump on his podcast. Uh, insider calls, of course, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. Turn your football picks into $10,000. Enter now by texting PIX to 20357. That's picks to 20357.